Conversations from the Retreat From the Center for Sustainable Stewardship Brought to you in part by Big East Fork Retreat at BigEastFork.com Welcome to uh, another edition of uh, Conversations from the Retreat. I'm Tony Gerber, your host. We've got uh, Masood Taj and uh, Dr. Jonathan Oppenheimer in the studio with me. Um, Today is a special day. We're going to be talking about Creativity Fest 2018, the CSS, Center for Sustainable Stewardship, Creativity Fest 2018, which will be out here at the retreat on uh, Saturday, March 31st uh, from 11 until 11 and we've got a lot of stuff uh, planned activities and we have just recently got our press release all together so I'm going to start actually by saying uh, good afternoon to you gentlemen good afternoon good afternoon Tony and I'm so I'm so excited about this this new press release all right it uh excited about the event itself. The whole event, the event. which, which <laughs> has spawned this press, press release. The press release. Yes. Yeah. So, so here we I, go. I guess, can I ask my, can I take, can I ask our listening audience to take the, yeah. uh, each of their, their pointer fingers, each of their index fingers, and put it on the side of your, side of your eyes by your temples, and just press, press, press slightly, and press a little bit more. So you have that nice pressure. Okay. Now what you're going to do at the right signal, when the right when the signal comes, you're going to release. Release. So press, press. <laughs> not, now, too, not too tight. Please. Release. 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 <laughs> so here we go. We oh. have got the press release no, for, got that over, yes, for the Center for Sustainable Stewardship is going to host Creativity Fest 2018 in Franklin, Tennessee. CSSFamily.org, Center for Sustainable Stewardship, is proud to host their first annual Creativity Fest event at the Center for Sustainable Stewardship Retreat location in Franklin, Tennessee. Saturday, March 31st, 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. A celebration of creativity and wonders of springtime in Tennessee through live music, art, well-being, preventative medicine, environmental education, relaxation, and rejuvenation. CSS is very excited to offer a live art opportunity during Festival Day for artists to create works in the theme of sustainability. These works will then be shown in the CSS Art Gallery at the Lodge or the Retreat Center on the grounds as one of the first exhibits in the gallery space. The first festival of its kind for Franklin, 
CSS Creativity Fest 2018 will bring together the amazing musical talents of ambient and world music from Masood Taj, Kirby Shellstad, Seth Ritter, Stephen Seifert, John Rose, Tony Gerber, Dariush Rod, Spacecraft, Jasmine Cherie Shinnis, Matthew Human, Jonathan Sutton, Michael Holt, Robin Barnes, and more. Art events during the festival include on-stage painting by individuals and groups during the musical performances, group Mandela painting coordinated by resident artist and musician Masood Taj, nature drawing around the lake grounds, and watercolor painting on the retreat center deck. There will also be other group and public art opportunities and demonstrations with several local artists attending as guides. Workshops in the retreat center and the yoga studio, as well as related vendor gazebo tents located about the grounds, will help to further education about wellness disciplines and sustainability issues. Well-being and preventative medicine through natural methods workshops include Tai Chi, yoga instruction, harmonic sound therapy, introduction to playing Native American flute, survival skills class, and an edibles walk in the woods. And I also might add there will be a kind of eating for wellness uh, talk that I'll be doing sometime scheduled during that day. Tony Gerber. The Center for Sustainable Stewardship protects over 1,000 acres of natural beauty, Big East Fork Valley in Williamson County. Creativity Fest 2018 marks the debut of the CSS new outdoor stage in addition to their several buildings and rooms for the various workshops and more intimate musical performance in the retreat stage indoors. CSS will debut the new outdoor stage located behind the main retreat center by the seven acre lake. Actually a six acre lake, isn't it? Lake Gratitude? Lake Gratitude is six acres, not seven, right? Depends how grateful you are. Okay. (laughs) It depends on how much rain we've had. Tickets for the general event will be, uh, this is, you know, we're still not quite sure, but uh, I believe $20 they will be uh, beforehand if you buy them online, uh, and $5 for uh, children under 12. A menu of workshops, classes, and health sessions offered here during that time will be scheduled when you arrive if interested, and also possibly uh, scheduled on the website. There may be an additional fee depending on what type of workshop it is. The Center for Sustainable Stewardship's primary concentration areas include land stewardship, nature study and appreciation, environmental education, responsible farming, integrative health topics such as food and nature as medicine, mindfulness, and stress management and mind-body practice. Creative expression is at the core of the CSS goals through music, poetry, art, dance, and theater. We encourage elder storytelling and intergenerational wisdom transfer. Education for living sustainably in our challenging times is what CSS is all about. You can find out more at the cssfamily.org website. Also, BigEastFork.com. So that's our piece we're pushing out there to the uh, media folks. 
I like it. it covers a lot. So, uh, where is this again? Where is it? Yeah. It's in Big East Fork Valley at the CSS Retreat Center. So if I was in, if I was in uh, Anchorage, how would I get there? In Anchorage, well, you could start Alaska. by just getting to Nashville, Tennessee. Ah, five three seven five. We are in the Middle Tennessee area. Central Tennessee. Yeah, Middle, about t- four, Middle Tennessee. About Forty miles uh, outside west of, of the airport. <clears throat> yeah, something uh-huh. like that. Five miles right, from Franklin. Right, because if, if you're tuning in, uh, you know, out there in the internet world, you could be anywhere. And, and, and now that Elon Musk has launched something to Mars, we have to just ref- make sure that people know this is going to be at least the third rock away from the sun. Yeah, Planet true. Earth. We are on planet Earth. United so. States, Tennessee. How far is our audience? You know, as this transmission will continue, if it's electromagnetic, it, it could be transmitted quite far. But that's not what's happening right now. And by the time they receive it, it will be way over. The, the event would be over. You, well, yeah, if you're talking about the sound reflections as they go out into space. By the time they get to Mars, our event's going to be, well, I don't know. It'll be new to those. It'll be new to the people in Mars. Yeah. It'll be in real time. Wow. I wonder, uh, wonder how they would get get here. <laughs> well, hey, let's go through some of the uh, let's go through some of the high points here of what we have planned for uh, Creativity Fest. Um, let's see. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna go through a couple of the people involved thus far. We've got um, as far as some of the uh, special events and workshops that'll be going on that day. It's amazing. How long you've been in this town, Tony? I have been here for 38 years. 38 years. So in that amount of time, Tony has collected very interesting people, very creative artists, people who've had new work, broke frontiers. Um, that is very true. And now he's actually called, called Calling them together. Calling on some of them to come on out. Cause this it, is a special event. You know, just like you guys, I mean, it's the, the people I've met in my life, they're all just such good people offering things to the you know i don't know i've definitely been blessed with all that so uh dr cindy Liu is a tai chi instructor who does her work at the osher school of medicine or uh, or the osher school of preventative medicine i'm not i can't remember what it's integrative 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 medicine medicine. the osher school of integrative medicine which is part of vanderbilt um, there's a building in Nashville that they, I don't know if they own the whole building now or at least a couple of the floors, so it takes place there. But she's, uh, you know, she learned from her mother in China, and uh, she is just, her whole approach, I mean, she's the teacher that I had, and um, her whole approach is uh, is really a gentle approach, but yet... You know, like a lot of people that are maestros, sometimes it's it's gentle, but yet uh, you know very effective. Uh, you know, if 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 you if you follow through, you know, I mean, you, just like anything, firm. huh? For firm. firm, yes. So anyway, she's been out here for the first time, and uh, she really uh, liked the space out there, the yoga studio that's out here uh, on the retreat grounds, 
So there'll be several activities going on in that uh, really, uh, a really excellent room. Uh, acoustics and all the wood, and it's got a good feeling out there. So uh, she may use that or she may do the outdoors because she does like to do outdoors. And we've got some nice yarded areas out here where we could get, you know, 40 or 50 people doing Tai Chi if, uh, if we want. Um, also, uh, harmonic sound therapy, which is a, uh, a relaxation technique, uh, using sound and, uh, Seth Ritter, uh, who's a practitioner of the, uh, harmonic sound therapy. Uh, he will be bringing his amazing sound bowls out here. Uh, we may have some gongs and chimes. Uh, but that's what the uh, harmonic th- sound therapy deals with. Um, as well, Robin Barnes uh, does some of that, I believe. But um, She's a dr- steel drummer, a handpan. A handpan, yeah. As she, well as she, other, other instruments, yeah, tuning and she, forks and such. Yeah, and she will be uh, joining us as probably the Sacred Moments Project. Um, and, uh, and what's actually, a handpan? I think some of our listeners may not... Well, a hang drum, a hang drum, or hung drum, or hang drum. I'm not exactly sure on the correct pronunciation. It's not hung drum. But it's H-A-N-G drum that was created, developed in Switzerland, and it was a very high-priced, like $4,000, $5,000. You had to go there. You couldn't, they wouldn't ship it. You know, they had to basically okay that you were going to get this, and you had to pay dearly for it, and then you had to go to Switzerland to pick it up. So they weren't very easy in the beginning but a lot of people knew what they were because it was a new sound and, and everybody was all excited about it. Now we're about 20 years out or so and there's some other people that have learned the technique of how to pound and work that metal to get that, you know, kind of kind of like a steel drum. It's almost like a upside-down steel drum. You know, it kind of looks like almost a UFO sitting on their lap that they're hitting different areas that have different uh, pitches. And they come in different keys, different scales, just kind of like uh, harmonicas or uh, Native American flutes. Actually, even unlike that, because they're individual scales, uh, not just keys. So uh, it's a really cool sound that uh, blends real well with Masood's flutes and uh, uh, my synthesizers and the stuff that we do on Sunday out here at the retreat, which has been really cool. Um, I mean, that's kind of what really started this whole thing was uh, uh, coming out here for an event and meeting uh, Jonathan and Masood, and we started playing music and uh, started coming out here on Sundays, I guess like in August of last year or July was the uh, event that I played with Masood. And Sunday school and <clears throat> the church. Uh, the Church of the Great Outdoors, yeah, G.O.D., where the cathedral is our sky. Absolutely. And that, um, that started things. Yeah, and, uh, and that Sacred Moments Project is kind of spawned out of that, which is basically just uh, Masood and I is kind of the core, and then different people join us and play music in the moment. Uh, what is it about the place, the, um, the physical space here? the thing that needs stewarding. The thing that needs stewarding. <clears throat> well, the I mean, stewardship. The, you um, got the land for one. 
And, you know, and there's a lot of other incredible musicians uh, that will be going on. I mean, I would say that, you know, some of the workshops and stuff are going to have to be going on at the same time as some of the music because, you know, we're probably going to have the music going pretty much pretty much the whole time. There'll be some pauses, I'm sure. But uh, we're excited to have uh, several uh, really amazing uh, artists. Uh, One of the most recent is uh, Jasmine Cherie Shinnis. And uh, that's the daughter of uh, our dear musical friend Tom Shinnis, who, who kind of left the earth a little early, uh, definitely early uh, last year, and had played out here and was a integral part of the scene, the music scene, and just uh, a good human being. But uh, we're excited that his daughter will be joining us, probably with the Sacred Moments Project, as well as some of her own, uh, because she is working in the studio right now in town. Uh, she lives in California, but is going to be here for about three months, and she is completing her first debut album that may perhaps be recorded by the time the festival arrives on uh, March 31st. Uh, let's see, some of the other people that join us on Sundays, Michael Holt, who's a saxophone player, um, Matthew Heeman, who's a guitar player and also a saxophone player um, and also a singer. Uh, Dariush Rad, who uh, has come out here to the retreat a few times, and uh, somebody I've known for since the probably 1990 or something, and uh, have worked with him, and he will be—he's an amazing uh, musical person. And we have—we actually have a new album that will be available um, well, during the festival. Uh, it'll probably be its first availability, but it's a project we call uh, Brother Tribe, and. Um, it's called uh, Anasazi Rising, which is an album we recorded a couple years ago, and we're finally getting it out. So we're excited that he'll be here, and he'll be able to share some of his music and, and maybe join us uh, with the Sacred Moments as well. Uh, John Rose from Lexington, Kentucky, will be here. He is a, a survival expert and uh, has done stuff with the uh, Discovery Channel and the, uh, the Travel Network. Uh, He's done some movie scouting stuff uh, as far as his expertise on uh, survivalism and being out in nature. Mainly some of those survival, uh, re- uh, what do you call it, reality shows that they that they had, uh, Survivor and stuff like that. They, they would hire him when they were in the Kentucky area because he was an expert uh, in, the, in that uh, region. So he'll be here. Uh, he'll be joining... Uh, group spacecraft which will be making a, an appearance out here steven seifert he's an amazing mountain dulcimer player uh, probably one of the best in the world mm-hmm. and he travels around and teaches people all over he has almost 1500 youtube uh, instructional videos through his network that you can if you're interested in mountain dulcimer there are over 400 mountain dulcimer clubs in the united states so uh, that keeps him busy and uh, he's an amazing guy so he'll be joining us probably doing some of his own as well as with the sacred moments uh, kirby shellstad who's a tabla player will be joining us as well and maybe doing a, a workshop on uh, on tablas and the indian rhythms and uh, how they do some of that um 
that's kind of the music as, as we've got it. And of course, most of that will be taking place on a new outdoor amphitheater stage that was built fairly recently that sits behind the, uh, the retreat building, the main retreat building here. And there's an area out in the front, fairly large area, so uh, we hope to have uh, a couple few uh, gazebo tents set up there. And, uh, you know, people can bring chairs and just kind of set up out there. Probably have a water station and, and then just a real short walk to the retreat. Everything's pretty uh, conveniently walkable out here uh, in the area around the lake. Um, <clears throat> let's see what else we've got going on with some of the uh, fine art. Uh, one of the exciting things, there's an area out here on the retreat building that's kind of a blasé brick area. And uh, we've invited uh, Andy um, Woodluff. Woodluff to kind of be the coordinator for a group project and an outdoor mural project that they'll be painting on that uh, area uh, in the back here of the retreat center. So that'll be something that uh, other people can participate in. And uh, she's well known for her projects in the Nashville area. So we're excited to have her. Uh, Jasmine Shinnis also uh, makes her living, part of her living painting and designing uh, um, surfboards and uh, skateboards and things like that out in California. So she may also be setting up and doing kind of some examples in addition, addition to her amazing music. Um, John Rose will be doing a survival skills workshop and field study um, as well as an edibles walk. Uh, so we'll be able to go through some of the trails and find m some of the many, many medicinal and, I mean, just all kinds of ailments and things you can eat and things you can't eat. And his knowledge of, uh, of the, all the plants are pretty, uh, pretty vast. So uh, that'll be fun out here because, uh, I mean, you know, here in Middle Tennessee, I mean, we're subtropical here. It's just a, an amazingly rich and diverse, uh, well, I guess the, you'd call it the biodiversity of this area is very diverse, and there's a lot to see. So uh, we're hoping, you know, that uh, people come out and uh, enjoy uh, this protected land that... Uh, is just very close to Music City and and Do we have any water Franklin. here? Do we have water? I mean, yeah. Waterfalls, streams, uh, I mean, creeks. Yes. Not to mention protected watershed. Ponds. Yes. You had Harp Harpeth Conservancy was just here yesterday. Mm, yeah. Uh, kind Those of little daughters are in the water now. The little little fishies are going upstream and. <clears throat> Crayfish, crawfish. I mean, when it, was, when it was so frozen out here, and we were walking around on Lake Gratitude while oh. it was frozen, and looking down, you could see all those fish swimming underneath the ice. That was uh, that was pretty neat. Uh, there's actually some interesting photos posted on the uh, Center for Sustainable Stewardship well, Facebook page. Spring. One of the one of the creeks is uh, is a sulfur spring that 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 goes into it and you can see the the floor change in their different colors and hues of purples and oranges and reds that the sulfur ingesting algae and bacteria um use to make different colors that you just don't find in the non-sulfuric uh, stream so it's 
it's worth interesting to just come smell the smell the creek is yeah yeah so uh so yeah i mean the the nature out here is just over the top so that's what uh that's what it's all about and uh we've also got uh let's see we've got a, a few elders that are going to be here uh it, it related to different things uh Kathy Tupper, who has a history of working with the uh, kind of working with the government and uh, legal organizations related to art, uh, uh, interesting uh, job that she had in her life. She'll be here and, and we'll be talking about uh, her art and uh, and that experience. Uh, Ken Wheaton, is that how you? Doctor Wheaton. Doctor Wheaton. Doctor Ken Wheaton is going to be here, and he is like a uh, vast storehouse of knowledge and wisdom. So, uh, not sure on the name of that talk, but uh, that's always interesting to to hear his points of view. Um, let's see. We've I know we've got. Um, uh, there's going to be some of the organizations, the sustainable related organizations, nonprofits that will be here. Uh, some of them, hopefully, we'll have uh, maybe a talk about the watershed and the, the regional rivers and the importance of taking care of the rivers and the water, which is central to uh, the Center for Sustainable Stewardship out here. Uh, the land, the, uh, the uh, rural uh, preservation land that's, uh, that's, what's, that's zoned out here, Taking care of the land, uh, then in turn, uh, of course, takes care of the water that flows through the land. So um, we are thankful for for that, for the protection of this out here. Just so. uh, one of the, I think the Harpeth Conservatory, the Harpeth Conservancy <clears throat> visited us yesterday, and they reminded me of this phrase of wisdom, which is something like. Um, do not do unto downstream what you would not wish upstream to do unto you. Yeah, that is good. That is good. <laughs> it's that that's all right there. Everything you need to know about uh, it's like uh, Hillel standing on one foot saying, "Do not do unto others what you would not others do unto you." Well, now go study. Exactly. <laughs> the rest is the rest is all dependent upon that or should depend that so um i talked to i got a bit of exciting news yesterday i talked to a uh, local a local artist who's an international artist and uh, his name is paul Harmon. anybody that's lived in the community for for very long or you know especially me being here for as long as i have um, remembers a lot of stuff that Paul did over the years. Uh, he lived here in Nashville, but also in Europe quite a bit. But um, anyway, um, we were kind of wanting him to be involved in some way. He's in Williamson County and uh, uh, still in his family property studio that he's been at his whole life there. So um, anyway, uh, we're gonna I'm gonna go out and meet with him, and and we're gonna uh, arrive at some image, and we're gonna create a limited edition. Uh, print uh, related to the festival uh, with a Paul Harmon print. So um, we're excited that that'll be happening. Mm, that's good. Wow. So we'll have maybe, uh, maybe 50 County. of those. You know, yeah, our, he's a, our, he's our audience Williamson may County. not be familiar with Williamson County. Williamson County um, has a newspaper, the Williamson Herald, which bills us as the greatest county. <laughs> 
the greatest county in America. Or it's, it's, own, it's own paper bills that way. <laughs> it's the greatest county. So what is the greatest? What's great about it? Uh, we're, a very, we're a very wealthy county. That, we have a that, lot of discretionary income. Yes. We have beautiful resources. Great wealth. We have a wealth of natural resources. Unfortunately, some of this wealth is attracting other people, which is beautiful to have beautiful yeah, people. Absolutely. But that stresses our natural resources. So, um, Hence the protected land here. Hence the protected land. How can we make Williamson County sustainable? Oh, I'd like to have that. I think, I think Williamson County needs a sustainable commission. Which segues us back to yeah. March 31st and the reason... We are Might unleashing we, the reason we are unleashing the creative community. Segues us back to March thirty first as to why we are calling it the creative creativity festival. fest. Creativity fest, and we are unleashing fest. the creative community to reflect on and highlight the ideas and principles of sustainable stewardship, and why we are interested in the relationship between the creative community and sustainability. Sustainability, exactly. And we want, you want to talk about the, uh, the art exhibit that we're kind of... Uh, Not only the art exhibit, but, but uh, also the art patrons, artist patrons, um, the creative community that includes mm. all those who care to um, jump into the idea that we are all here to create our, yeah. our lives and and we are responsible for our present situation and we are responsible for our future um, situations to come and yeah. how how by supporting what we are doing right now we could in fact have, have that structure built prior to departing this uh, phenomena hmm. um, that then it can produce the same stewards for eternity to to protect uh, what we feel dear I mean, the water home. the water the, the land the the air those things are dear to life yeah. and to progression of it so so how to unleash the creative community to in fact represent that which is most precious to us, to the rest of the world, who needs reminders by way of sound and sight and programming and knowledge and information and and, and education and uh, to and to that's, to this is it. this is why we are doing this. Yeah, you just named all the points right mm. there. Creativity, <clears throat> creativity. Because we need a lot of creative ideas right so now. So the creativity sure. is linked to the land. It's linked to the uh, mission to sustain. Yeah. We're going to have to take some extreme creativity to create a sustainable community. We need and, the creative, and maintain it. We need a creative community to, to highlight what is so important. Communicate it. To the rest of the so world. So it's creativity with intention. The... Um, Directing the creative flow to reflect that which is most precious for all of us and that which is a common ground within which we all have an opportunity for growth. Yeah. And oh, advancement. That's another beautiful part of it, you know. 
we're concentrating on a common denominator on that day, which is music or creativity. creativity flow. How do we get that flow? How do we get more of that flow? How do we turn on the... How do we turn on the... That's the in-the-moment stuff, you know? That's yeah. uh, that's what we're doing right now. It's what we do when we're playing music. You know, we're just uh, just kind of turn it on and go with and, the flow. And, yeah. and, and as we're going, we are envisioning a community yeah. that is being built around us. Uh, this community is supportive of what is happening because... We are going with the flow of the universal flow. This universal flow is going from a place of disintegration and, and chaos to a place of harmony and peace. Inevitably, if we let life go as it would, then, then our trajectory is to be in peace and harmony with each other and bring diversity as a plus which again brings us uh, into the dimension of arts and culture that transcend all barriers. Right. Well, there's a diversity, there's a biodiversity here. Yeah. And uh, there's a natural Tennessee environment. Yeah, and hopefully we'll have a diversity of folks come out. But what about the invasive? What about the invasive species? This is a conversation I'd love to have with people who are coming into, coming for CSS. How much, well, you know, if, if invasion brings diversity. You, you know, um, what's that story of, of them reintroducing the wolves, you know, out in the out in the west in some area where the wolves. Is that, is that the one where it changed the course yeah, of the river? Totally wow, just, yeah, it changed the course of yeah, the river. That was just, I mean, that is an amazing, everybody should see that. I mean, that shows the connection of, you know, wildlife and nature to to everything. You know, I mean, it, it's something is, well, it's not a, insignificant, but, um, I mean, that's an issue of not having the predators around. I mean, that's an issue everywhere. So, so diversity is a diversity. How much diversity do we want? How much diversity is too stressful? And why does this conversation even belong in a, in a, in a, in a press release for the well, Center for Sustainable? And maybe it doesn't. You'll, you'll excuse me if, if uh, I mean, I think it. I think it has to do with the balance of things. I mean, regardless of how biodiverse it is, it's the balance. So, um, and uh, there's a lot of seems to be a lot of balance out here, but I'm you know I'm not as microly connected or you know microscopically connected to it as you are because I haven't been out here as long to kind of absorb the idiosyncrasies of the land and and everything out here. But um, well, Tony, there's a, a couple of platforms in the woods. You just have to come here and go out there and hang out. So yes. <laughs> sit down on a platform, and play my flute, play your mm-hmm. flute. And, uh, yeah. Very true. Springtime is going to be nice. So considering the biodiversity as an element that, uh, that is important for us to consider and how, uh, how um, not considering the holistic perspective uh, will, uh, will then make us reliance on um, an unpredictable future. Um, mainly because then we have to fend or f- uh, we have fend, uh, friend and foe, um, uh, fight or flight. Um, 
uh, and and to what extent uh, are we um, uh, determined to continue the uh, fear-based operation? Operating from fear-based environment. No, uh, we're not going to be operating the festival out here. Uh, exactly. Uh, so, so, oh, that's a good segue. I mean, you know, unless somebody gets out of line. Uh, and, and again, then, there, okay. will be secu- there will okay. be some security. Can here. you define that line for me, Tony? Um, it's a good segue, well, uh, Tony. What is not, what is not, you're, I mean, you're producing this, this, uh, I mean, I the think festival. What, what, uh, what are the rules? What does someone, what does someone have to do in order to be not welcome at the, at the festival? Um, you know, I'm just, I, I kind of will recognize it. I'm not, uh, I, you know, I mean, like we're to, not going to have, we're not going to have selling alcohol and stuff out here. So hopefully that's not going to be an issue, you know, but. Uh, I'd like to define it more as in what we are for, yeah, uh, which yeah, is, I mean, which is we are for community. We are for um, bringing uh, humanity closer together via uh, the, uh, the common uh, denominator, which is our nature and natural uh, being right, and, and music uh, and music and, and, and arts art. and creativity mm-hmm. yeah. and and collaboration in way of uh, collaborating creating something together uh, and those things are are again something that we can show for and of course then then it it will automatically bring about folks who are peace loving and wanting to uh, expand their uh, own uh, uh, skills as well as their own horizons or 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 palette, if you will. Uh, by and, and way, there'll be some group, you know, group activities and group projects going on. Precisely. So hopefully, so uh, dogs. Are people invited? To, hmm, that's people a, invited uh, to bring their dogs? Hmm. I don't know about a, that. A dog pen. I don't think that'd be a good a idea. Dog park, I don't think so. A, a pen for dogs. Or Can dog people park? bring alcohol, or does it someone's a vendor for alcohol? Or? Uh, I don't think there's not going to be a vendor for alcohol. I mean, it's just like, you know, whatever people kind of privately do, I don't know. But mm. Um, mm. If, if it becomes an issue where it's something that just like in any public place, you know, something, somebody gets out of line and it's causing uh, frustration and stress with other people. And it's mm-hmm. like, you know, you're looking at it and everybody's like, yeah, this is, not, you know, those are the kinds of things I guess you have a security guard for. You know, and hopefully that won't be an issue. I mean, this is a kids-friendly. It is a kid-friendly, you know, but there's, I mean, yeah, it is, but there's a lot of adult stuff going on. Mm. Well, I mean, not necessarily adult and adult only. I'm just, uh, right. I'm just saying, you and, know, and if you here. consider public parks, there is a general rule that no firearms and no. Yeah, I mean, no common alcohol. the common sense stuff. In public that, parks. I wonder. Yeah, that's probably pretty good to go by the public park. This is Tennessee, yeah, isn't this an open carry state? <clears throat> There's say no well, firearms. That's, that's true. This is a public park. Usually, um, have no alcohol and no firearms. And you know, that would obviously be an issue. And you see yeah. signs. How you about you can have alcohol or firearms, but you can't have alcohol and firearms. <laughs> <laughs> the combination. That sounds like a pretty common the, sense rule. The combination to me is not a. Prudent, uh, so, um, you know, on, on the festival day, there is a, uh, out by the lake, there is a, I mean, kind of jumping on to another subject here. Uh, there's a pizza-making oven out there. Mm, so, cob oven. Do you call it a cob oven? 
What's the cob? Yeah, cob. yeah, it's made. It's a cob it's structured out of uh, cob. Does anybody, is anybody need a, there's a little crack? Is that crack okay? Do we need a do we need a reparative session we two weeks take before? It out. You know, the crack has been there for for a good bit, and it's not really expanding or going anywhere. Uh, but mm-hmm. we can verify to see how. I mean, if you can get, he's, if, got, he's got if, a if point. It, I've had a crack in my bottom bottom for fifty seven years. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's gotten much <laughs> bigger than when I was when I was. Thirteen. Uh, yeah, <laughs> me either. So, um, so anyway, we're gonna have uh, we're gonna have pizza making out there to where people can kind of create their own, uh, you know, their own pizza with some of the uh, the, the ingredients, and, and of course, uh, people are welcome to bring kind of uh, some of their own ingredients that they might want to put on the pizza. There may be some yard. There may be a yard game or two. I don't know. We'll see how that goes. Uh, there could be some uh, fishing. Uh, for some of the kids or the teenagers, uh, of course, uh, you put the fish back in after you catch them. And don't um, forget catch to have your Tennessee. Have to and, have your Tennessee, Tennessee Yeah, you'd have to have your fishing license, of uh, course. Is there food here? How are people eating? Uh, there is going to be some food here. Um, I think it may be a combination of, I know you had talked about the uh, Conestoga wagons that you recently uh, oh, the acquired chuck here. The nice. chuck, the, you know, for real, late 1800s, early 1900s chuck wagons that are out here. Uh, maybe set up with a barbecue and some eateries out of one of those. That might be one uh, thing. So there will be some food, uh, you know, that'll be available for uh, for sale. Uh, just like most places, there there may possibly be some vendor trucks uh, as well sitting around. So we we've talked to a couple people that might uh, do some cook stuff, but um, uh, you know, what if people want to have a really good time and not drive home that's a good question um you have got um, there are there are uh, cabins on site yeah and uh, there are cabins here and, and homes for and whole uh, houses for rental whole houses and uh, we encourage people to be safe and to have breakfast with us the following morning yeah so mm. also i mean the, the camping deal is actually we really weren't going to do any of the camping i think so uh, if one rents a cabin or a or a house, they could camp on the they grounds. They could camp on the grounds. That would be completely right. Fine with the Airbnb situation, right? And you know, if you're interested in the Airbnb, which uh, you know, come out here for the whole weekend or something, and really enjoy the the beautiful land that's out here. BigEastFork.com. There it is, BigEastFork.com Big slash lodging. Yeah, I think. Um, and uh, the festival, Big East Fork slash uh, CSS hyphen festival, is that it? How, actually, actually, I think yeah, slash festival mm-hmm. slash, yeah. Big East Fork dot no, no, slash festival. No, no, org slash festival. Ah. But, you know, it's right on the top there. There's a link. So if you just go to cssfamily.org, you'll see it right on the top of the screen. So um, I'm yes. certain we're gonna have we're gonna have links to it to our in our uh, social media uh, Facebook uh, um, page and and so forth. Basu, um, you had a very special experience yesterday. Special experience with the kids, the kids who were. I, and I haven't spoken to you since you went to the Kennedy Center. What? Uh, how was how was your afternoon? <clears throat> Actually, it was a magical experience. Uh, Jonathan is referring to only to uh, the uh, monthly uh, 
uh, sometimes uh, more or less uh, program that I'm um, I've been doing for a few years now. Uh, that's with uh, um, uh, the special needs community in Kennedy Center, um, which does uh, work with cognitive disorder disabilities research, and uh, and uh, I get to be in a room uh, with uh, kids who are mostly non-verbal mm-hmm. and and have various um, various uh, um, cognitive disorder um, diagnosis, um, mm-hmm. autism, Down syndrome, and so forth and so on. And I'm fortunate and blessed because I get to be in the room with them with um, some woodwinds and, and do my thing. Usually uh, there's there is um, chaos in the room uh, because kids are all over the place. What but, happened yesterday? Uh, you know, what m- magic happened yesterday was somehow um, um, the kids were handed these shakers. And uh, at first, shakers were being shaken chaotically all over the place. So <laughs> Noisy. I, I managed to bring the room to a very quiet space and everybody paying attention to me, which was by itself a feat. And then started this rhythm, a four-beat rhythm, and asked everyone to join me at the four-beat rhythm. And what was magical was the kids that ordinarily would not be considered as in being able to focus on any subject matter cohesively. They were doing this all at once within mm. a rhythm. Enough so that after a while I could leave them be and uh, come with overtones with flutes and uh, and come back and join them and so forth and we continued this for a bit. And that was the most magical experience. Mm. Connecting with these kids in that way. Yeah, that sounds and, really it goes uh, to show the power of music and uh, sound that transcends all boundaries, including those of... You created a uh, percussion section, a percussion... Power of They were supporting you. Sound. Yeah. All, these, all this time, these kids have things, mm-hmm. people taking care of them. They don't feel like they can have any autonomy or sense of yeah, helping others. And now they can... Beautiful. They supported you. They supported you so you could play mm-hmm. the flute. They made a ground. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very cool. I mean, you also do uh, work with, uh, in fact, uh, some of the art hanging up out here at the uh, center. Uh, the retreat center here is from an artist that. Uh, mm-hmm. She's she's an artist. That. She's an artist with Downs, and she's she's another non-verbal uh, artist from uh, uh, from Sudan, um, uh, Africa. African uh, uh, Southern Sudan uh, and uh, Suha Khalil is her name um, and uh, the art is original art that we um, we got uh, received from her brother and managed to do her show a few years back at Vanderbilt uh, Kennedy Center mm-hmm. and uh, and a couple other places and um, Anyways, this is the this is her art, and and it's amazing that 
and the abstracts that we see, the colors are so vivid, and, and uh, she speaks very loudly with colors. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah. it's it's really remarkable work, yeah. and uh, that's hanging out here. I'm not, you know, we we have talked about doing a um, kind of a contest or or uh, where uh, during that that day, uh, people do sustainability related. Uh, art or imagery mm. to, to be in a uh, kind of what is sustainability to you art exhibit out here. Mm. So um, that's something we wanted to kind of let everybody know they can be thinking about <clears throat> and hopefully, uh, you know, we can get some pieces created out here that day uh, to show. I represent and highlight the concept and ideals of uh, of sustainable stewardship, right, and, um, and you know, gathering ideas from what other people think about sustainability. Mm, you know, I mean, mm -hmm. what does it mean to mm -hmm. different people? And 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 also uh, utilizing the power of creativity and art in mobilizing and activating the community to pay attention to that precious commodity that we do have amongst us right now that might not be available to the future generations if we continue in in this trajectory yeah. of, uh, yes. of irresponsible <laughs> unconnectedness <laughs> to to nature um yeah there is a link between what we put in uh, the land uh, while we are trying to grow food and what we put in the livestock while we're trying to eat the livestock in way of uh, chemicals and hormones and, and and the rest of it and and how much of that is going to end up in our um, in our land and in our water supply and how much of that is being absorbed by us back again and to what extent are we not paying attention to this oh, uh, the cycle and this cycle to what extent is again the <coughs> result of just ignorance and and rather than uh, mindful existence and living and and not paying attention to our nature is is completely that we are uh, we need to uh, pay I mean, attention to well it. yeah and you know and, the, and paying attention to nature includes paying attention to ourselves mm -hmm. you know i think it's pretty uh it's pretty obvious looking at the condition of a lot of people that um not only are people ignoring their environment and their surrounding, but they're ignoring their own bodies and their mm -hmm. you know, their their own lives uh, in, an, in an irresponsible way. And uh, so, you know, education and bits of information related to even that, you know, well-being, how you take care of yourself, so you can so you can sustain yourself. You what know? does it mean to be responsible for your body? When your body is not sustainable, you can sustain well, it for a while. Yeah, you but can. in order for I don't it mean sustain to, past our lifetime. I mean yeah. just kind of like. Um, but the, but the, but the stewardship does mm. does extend past our lives. We're talking about yeah. body yeah. body earth. Yeah, we're talking, we're talking about, about body earth. The earth with the as, stewardship as our connection with it, and and the idea that. Uh, if if you say anything is separated from anything else, knowing that that's just a mind struct, a mind mind construct to separate something in order to investigate it, in truth, 
There is no separations. Our bodies are our bodies are temples and are important, but the sustainability concept goes beyond our individual bodies to, to future generations. It goes to an afterlife. Goes to something that continues to to a spirit of persisting and exploring and moving past our individual limitations to a group and a culture and an aspiration and a and a desire and a hope. Kind of like uh, the Long Institute. Mm. I think we've mentioned that before, but mm. um, you know mm. where you're thinking. Uh, and acting on things that uh, will be occurring way outside of your lifetime. Um, you know, it takes special. It takes a special person for sure, in a special situation, um, to be able to operate in that mode. Um, you know, I mean, uh, you have to have yourself pretty well balanced um, to be able to think in those terms and you know plan for things that are outside the boundaries of your immediate, you know, kind of self, oh. I guess. Because it's selfish. If you're thinking about yourself, if you're thinking only about yourself, you're going to get depressed. If you're just internally directing your mm. gaze internally, you're going to get anxious or depressed. Whereas if your intentions and actions and and activities are based on the future and making it possible and thinking about others... If you're thinking of yourself as separate from everything else, then you are going to lead into a place whereby you're all alone. And if you can, you can prepare for a future, if you can be secure in your future, then you have the biggest luxury of all. If you're not worried about the future and you know that things are being sustained, you can live in the present. And that's where all the... That's where it all happens. That's where it always all happens. And we're so... Oh, we just have to get rid of that worry so we can be in the presentness and enjoy all the sensations and all the the togetherness and community and... Well, let me let me just briefly mention a couple other quick things here, and we're we're like almost at an hour on here, so we're probably going to have to do we'll probably have to do a part two about the uh, Creativity Fest 2018 because um, I think there's a lot that's uh, you know there's going to be some other stuff that presents itself uh, about that day as well, but um, let's see, yeah, we've got some. Uh, We've got some horses happening out here now, so uh, if you're interested in riding horses, uh, definitely check definitely check the website, uh, BigEastFork.com, and uh, check out the uh, horse riding. CSS Family. And CSSFamily.org. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just pretty much leave it at that. Um, we've got a lot of exciting stuff coming up. Um, you can... Keep up with what's going on by going to the cssfamily.org website and clicking the festival link on the top of the page. We'll keep an updated uh, information there. Uh, and, and you've been listening to uh, Conversations from the Retreat. I'm Tony Gerber, and I'm with uh, Masood Taj and Dr. Jonathan Oppenheimer, and we will see you next time. Good day. See you next time. You just heard Conversations from the Retreat. 
from the Center for Sustainable Stewardship. CSSFamily.org <laughs>